Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSez. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome to the show. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Tuesday, February 14th. I did get that right. Yesterday, I got the date wrong. I said that it was February 3rd. It was the 13th. I, uh, I'm i a little dyslexic, so um, so stick with me. Uh, let's get it right into it, shall we? Um, if you haven't been over to KramerSays.com yet, if you haven't joined our social media platform, today's the day to go do that uh, for a number of different reasons. Uh, the number one thing is that here shortly, we're going to be selling merchandise on the platform. Uh, no, it's not to enrich me. No, it's not to go in my pocket. We're taking that money. We're taking all the proceeds that we make from KramerSays.com and all the proceeds that we make from any of the merch that we sell, and we're putting it toward building a brand new app, a brand new experience. We're super excited about it. Uh, One of the... um the most interesting things is that we're building it on the blockchain so that it has a number of different features, security, otherwise, things that are going to be important to you as a user. Um, that's what these funds are going toward. Um, our platform is, is ahead of its time in, in what we're talking about doing. For example, a built-in browser uh, in your platform, um, a built-in blog in your platform, a built-in Venmo-type product so you can send and receive money uh, across the the platform, uh, but across the web as well. So some really exciting things that we're talking about doing. Super excited about it. Uh, Get yourself over to KramerSays.com. Get yourself an account. It is free speech. It's free to use. We don't charge anything for it. It's all yours. Um, But with you being there, um, if you would help us out by buying some of the merch that's there, whether it be a cup, a mug, or a t-shirt, or a sweatshirt, or whatever, we'd uh, we'd really appreciate it because it's going to the bottom line of creating the next Kramer Says Experiences. Uh, experience, which is a full-blown uh, app. Uh, let's see here. Um, more news coming out. Um, we finally got it figured out. We finally got it taken care of, of how we're going to be able to go live and have it interactive. Uh, we, we did it with text initially, and we just didn't really like that experience. Not enough people would jump in. So one of the other things that we've done is we're going to make it interactive live, where you can be live as well, meaning that next week, Starting next Monday, we will be going live throughout the day. Uh, We haven't picked a time yet. We'll let you know as we get closer to it. But um, you'll be able to call in live during the show. Uh, We'll have a line that you'll be able to call in on. Uh, We don't know how many lines we're getting, so hold tight. I can only take one call at a time (laughs) the way that it is anyway. Um, But that's coming next week. We'll have the number listed at the bottom of the screen. We'll also have it on the Kramer Says website. Uh, And we're, we're introducing Kramer Says TV. So excited about that. Hopefully, Kramer Says TV will be up and running next week. Um, we we promised it a few weeks ago, ran into a couple of hurdles. We think we've got all those worked out. And so hopefully launching all of that live, Kramer Says Live, Kramer Says Live content, and Kramer Says Live content, a call-in show to where you can call in and be a part of the show. That all starts next week. Um, let's get into the news, shall we? Um, have, you, um, have you seen this picture right here? Did you hear all about this? This is Carrie Lake at the, the Super Bowl. And when they played the, the 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 black national anthem, what I call the racist anthem, because that's what it is, um, well, she was harangued for this. That she was hung out to dry. How dare she? What, what, what type of racist is this woman? Typical Republican. Those conservatives, they're so racist. Um, this is one of the bravest things that I've seen in a long, long time. Carrie, Carrie Lake took a seat because we already have a black national anthem. I'm not sure if you're aware of it. Um, we we have a national anthem for, for the black community. We have one for the Hispanic community. We have one for the Asian community. We have one for the white community. We have one for the LGBTQ 
I-A or whatever they're going by now. I can't keep up with them. I don't know if you can. Um, we have one for those that are in the KKK, those that are in the um, uh, Black Panthers, those that are in Black Lives Matter, those that are in Antifa. We have a national anthem that already covers all of them, every single one of them. It's called the national anthem. If, if you start making anthems that are specific to one group of people, or, or, or in particular, one group of people based on the color of their skin, and the question I have to ask is, well, how, how black do you have to be to qualify for that? Do, do you just identify as it? Well, don't we already have an anthem for, for, for all the people in America? We do. It's called the National Anthem. So this right here is, is the left making something up, making something um, seem like it's important when it's not. What Carrie Lake did here was bold. I stand with her. I will stand for the National Anthem all day. But if you have the audacity to tell me that you have a problem with this lady sitting down during the Black National Anthem, which is not a national anthem, it's just an anthem. There's nothing national about it. But if you have a problem with her sitting during the black anthem and you don't have any problem whatsoever with people kneeling during the national anthem, then you're, you're a hypocrite. I don't know how much more clearly I can say it. If you have a problem with what she's doing, but you don't have a problem with what they're doing, you're a hypocrite. Takes a lot of balls. I say that about Kerry Lake, but that's what it takes. A lot, a lot of chutzpah, chutzpah uh, to, be, to be able to, to stand your ground, knowing that somebody's going to take a picture, knowing that somebody's going to do that. Maybe they did it for publicity, but I stand with her in that issue. Uh, let, let's jump forward to, to John Kennedy. Um, John Kennedy was on Fox News talking about the Biden situation, and, and we've got a, a real issue on our hands. Um, think about this. In the last few days, the nation has been under a lot of duress because we've got these Chinese spy balloons or UFOs, and the military isn't coming forward with any information as to what it is. They're not saying what they believe it is. They're, they're being mum. And in fact, one general came out and said that he wasn't even going to, um, to rule out UFOs. John Kennedy talked to, uh, to Fox News about it. This is what he had to say. I, I agree with him 100%. Listen closely. Senator, you told me in the break, you want this better than the last briefing. How did the last one fall short, and what questions do you have? Well, Brian, if you are confused, you understand the situation perfectly. <laughs> ten, ten days ago, we were led to believe that our skies are clear. And now, all of a sudden, we've got uh, spy balloons and unidentified objects raining down on us like confetti. Um, we have had one briefing by... I'll say junior members of the Intelligence Committee. We're going to have another one today at 10 o'clock. I've listened to a lot of folks go on your show and others and talk about what's going on. But the truth is, I don't think anybody except the members of the Intelligence Committee know Jack. And that's it right there. That's it right there. You're going to hear... Mainstream media pundits, you're going to have experts come forward. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to give their opinions. Uh, as you may have noticed, I haven't given my opinion on what's going on yet. I don't know. I know it's bullshit that our airspace is being invaded. I don't care who it's by. It's wrong. You see, the federal government, Joe's job, the federal government's only fucking job is to secure our borders. Southern borders wide open. So is our airspace above our country. 
That's the problem, folks. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. It doesn't matter to me. If Trump, if this were happening with Trump in office, I'd say, yeah, we got a problem. That's that's how I know it didn't happen to Trump, because if it did happen under Trump, they would have utilized this. He, he can't protect our borders. Kennedy continues. Um, and that's kind of where we are. But the American people deserve to know what's going on. So they describe a near space program in 2019 that the Chinese had in today's New York Times. Uh, they announced it and we've sanctioned six of the companies that came from that program. Mm -hmm. What did you know about a near earth surveillance program that China had? Do we have one? And what should our response have been? I knew nothing about it. Well, of course, because our intelligence services, they don't give the information to Congress that they really need. They don't give that information to the Senate. No, they, they hold on to that. That's, that's called leverage. That's called power. They're not going to share that. They'll utilize it so they can get more funding or they can get a promotion. That's how this process works. Look, we, we have, um, I think, 17 intelligence agencies, yep. um, the CIA, the FBI, the National Security Agency, tens of thousands of employees. The director of national intelligence coordinates all that. She is a cabinet level uh, officer. Uh, she needs to come brief the United States Congress and uh, then she and President uh, Biden need to talk straight to the American people. Would, but I don't expect that to happen. I don't expect that to happen anytime soon. And why? Because then they'll have to answer questions. And the Democrat Party, in particular Joe, and I'm not going to say all Democrats, but I'm going to say that Joe Biden right now is, is in a weird situation because he has just asked. Now think about this. Democrats aren't typically the ones that go demand more money for the military. But the Biden administration has just requested the, the biggest military spending increase in U.S. history. The, the largest military budget in U.S. history, the Biden administration just requested from Congress. What do they know that they're not telling the American people? I'm, I'm not expecting E.T. to land and, and we start fighting Martians. That's not the case at all. I, I think that our president, I think that the people in power are gearing up for a battle, a World War III. They know that they're not going to be able to stay in power too much longer, that what Jim Jordan, what Matt Gates, and the rest of these investigative, um, uh, these congressional investigative bodies are doing currently, they know that they're in trouble. They know that their days, their time is limited. And so what would they do? What, how do they get out of it? Well, like other leaders have done in the past, they're going to start a world war. They're going to start a war so they can retain their power. They don't care if your son or your daughter or your cousin or your brother or your uncle or your mother. They don't care who dies as long as they can retain their power. I think Kennedy is right. I think that it's time that Biden take to the podium and start answering some hard questions across the board. We're not going to get them from KJM. We're not going to get them from anybody else in his administration. They have to come from the old geezer himself. He has to start talking because we're, believe it or not, just a few months away from the 2024 election process beginning. Yeah, hard to think about, isn't it? But that process has already begun. It, it's sickening. And, and, and we've got to get these people out of power. We've got to get Joe out of power. And not just Joe, but the bureaucrats behind him that support him. And this ideology of moving us farther and farther left with less and less 
um, restrictions on the government and more and more restrictions on us. Let's talk about what just happened in Canada. Uh, this will blow you away. Uh, Lily, high school student. Um, this is from Lily. Um, high school student suspended, arrested for saying only two genders. This was uh, published on the on February 8th, 2023 from the TorontoSun.com. The story reads, in the name of diversity, a Catholic school in Renfrew suspended a student and had him arrested, the school had him arrested, for saying there are only two genders. Josh Alexander was suspended last November over comments made about gender in class and told he couldn't return to class until he recanted. You cannot say that, and until you say that you're wrong and that our delusion is correct, you can't, you can't be a part of this class. You can't be a part of this school. You've got to go back to your re-education camp. If you don't think, folks, that what's been going on in China is now at our back door, on our back step, you're not paying attention. On Monday, Alexander returned to class and was promptly met by the vice principal, arrested by two local police officers, and charged with trespassing. The now seemingly former student of St. Joseph's Catholic School told the National Post in an interview that he made comments during a class discussion on gender. Quote, it was about male students using female washrooms, gender dysphoria, and male breastfeeding. Everyone was sharing their opinions on it. Any student who wanted to was participating, including the teacher, Alexander said. Quote, I was there. Uh, I said there were only two genders, and you were born either a male or a female, and that got me into trouble. And then I said that gender doesn't trump biology, end quote. Those statements, in line with Catholic teaching, were what got him suspended from school. So the actual teachings of the Catholic Church are why the Catholic school suspended him. There's been a joke for a long time that when God created man, that he created, you know, the, the Garden of Eden, and, and he created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And that's been a long-running joke. Well, now that gets you suspended. That will get you put in jail. Those statements in line with Catholic teaching were what got him suspended from school. A lawyer representing Alexander said that the school won't let him attend classes again until he agrees not to use the dead name, that means the name of any transgender student, uh, and agree to exclude himself from his two afternoon classes because those classes are attended by two transgender students who disprove of Joss's religious beliefs. So now their way of life, what they've chosen to do now infringes on Josh Alexander's right to speak freely about his religion. In fact, he doesn't even get to speak about it. He doesn't even get to be around them. Folks, if you don't think that this is coming to America and it's going to get here sooner than you think, you're not paying attention. They're, they're already trying to do it. And it's getting, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And what you have to do is you have to ask yourself, what's your red line? What is your red line in the sand? When are you done? Well, mine is free speech, and free speech is already under attack. You have something different than free speech? You're thinking that you're going to wait until they knock on your door and tell you you got to hand over your guns or you got to do this? No, no, no. They come for your speech first. They're not going to come after your guns. They're going to tell you you can't speak out. They're going to say you can't do this. You can't do that. So by the time they come for your, vo your guns, you have no voice. By the time they come for your guns, you have no neighbors, you have no friends, you have no community, you have nobody to rely on. That's why it's so important to stand up. Matt Taibbi is on Joe Rogan here talking about what Elon Musk is doing, that free speech, it's an American birthright, folks. Our forefathers 
beat down. They, they beat the, the largest military presence on the planet at the time because speech was so fucking important to them. And you're waiting as they're attacking speech on a daily basis. And the government is in bed with big tech saying, you've got to shut them down. You've got to shut them down. We don't like what they're saying. We don't like what they're saying. The FBI and the CIA presidents are doing it, saying, take that stuff down because what they're saying makes me look bad. This is what uh, Joe Taibbi, I'm sorry, uh, Matt Taibbi and uh, Joe Rogan discussed on the, the, the Joe Rogan experience. Take a listen to this on, on why what Elon Musk is doing right now is so fucking important. On letting all the information get released. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Elon Musk essentially, he, he spent $44 billion to become a whistleblower of his own company. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I... I don't really fully know his motives in, in doing that. Um, I think he's got a pretty a, a developed sense of humor, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that comes through. I think he he gets a kick out of seeing all this stuff come out on Twitter, which used to be the kind of the private stomping ground of all of these whiny journalists. And now, think about that for a second. Um, Matt Taibbi is coming out and saying one of the biggest problems with Twitter is for the left is that, well, they don't have a safe space anymore. They can't just come over and bitch and moan about everybody else. No, they got to hear from the other side. The other side doesn't get shut down anymore. So what did they do? Well, they bitch and moan and complain, and then they say, well, we're going to leave. They haven't. Some have, but the majority haven't, because they need that. They need that, that presence. They, they need people to be paying attention to them. And do you think, do you honestly think that they're going to go anywhere. Where are they going to go? What else is available to them other than Twitter? There is no other platform that gives them the ability uh, to do what they do. That's it. Substack? Maybe Substack, but they can't go to Instagram. They can't go to TikTok. It's a different format. And they don't know how to work it. And they'd be starting from scratch. And they, 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 they've built these accounts up. I've got a blue check mark by mine and by my name, and I, I didn't even pay for it. I earned it. I'm going to stay here because it's my territory. Taibi continues. Now, here, are, here is all this information that is just horrifying to all of them. Um, yep. I mean, that's a, it, $44 billion is a lot to spend on that thrill, but uh, I'm glad he did. Well, yeah. he truly believes that censored social media is a threat to democracy. He really believes that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and let me jump in here real quick. I do, too. I, I think that this conditioning that big tech has been doing not just to us we're adults we can we can deal with it i'm a 60 year old man you're not going to tell me what i can and can't say fuck you i will come onto your platform and i will break every goddamn rule that says that has anything to do with limiting free speech i'll break it every day long cuz i i'm an american free speech is my birthright china free speech is my birthright india free speech is my birthright pakistan why am I bringing up those countries? Because that's the, where the majority of the engineers have come from that are working at these applications. The, the leadership of, of Twitter was India-Pakistan uh, heavy. I don't have any problem with those people, but their ideology I do. It, it's un-American. When we're told by, the, by the, the head of Google that you can't say certain things on their platform because, well, it makes other people feel offended. I don't give a shit. Fuck them. They, they can go somewhere else. Well, you can go somewhere. No. You see, I have free speech. They don't have a backbone. That's a bad combination to get people in. When people with no backbone 
are put in positions of power, what they do is they utilize the position of the power that they're in to go against things that they don't like. They'll never actively do it themselves. They're passive aggressive. That's what weak men do. A strong man, an alpha man, will come forward to you and say, listen, I, I don't like what you said or I don't like what you did, but that's not what the, the beta or even lower will do. No, what they do is they do it through trickery and, and, and silencing and, well, what we've seen from the left for the last 30, 40 years. They'll destroy your reputation. They'll cancel you. You, you can't be a part of their society or any society. They'll make the rules and they'll tell you what is what. And if you don't go along with it, for example, that there's endless amounts of genders, you'll lose everything. Taibi continues. And I believe it too. Yeah. I just don't have $44 billion. Right. And even if I did, I'd be like, uh, I don't want that heat. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's what I would spend it on. But uh, no, he, he, he believes that. I think he also, um, I think he also believes that the credibility of these companies um, can only be restored by telling people what what they talk about in private or what they have been talking about you know with the government and that sort of thing yeah so um he might be right about that you know um we'll see i guess i think he is i mean it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out there's an amazing amount of resistance against him and you know there's the, just the publicity campaign against him has been fascinating to watch people go from thinking that elon musk is the savior that's bringing us these amazing electric cars and engineering new reusable rockets to he's an alt-right piece of shit who wants donald trump back in the office and it's like it's very wild it, it, the 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 speed with which they can sort of shuffle somebody into the hitler of the month club yes. uh, <laughs> routine right like you know it, it, We've we've always done this with foreigners, you know, whether it's Noriega or Saddam Hussein or Milosevic or Assad or whatever it is. Like we have a playbook for cranking out negative information about, uh, you know, foreigners who get in our way for whatever reason. And he's right. And you've seen what's happening with Putin right now. How the left is suddenly all all of a sudden they're 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 in the hate Putin business. Putin's got to go. Putin's the worst first person on the face of the earth. They're not paying attention to what happened in 2014 and how our State Department, how our State Department went in under Obama went in and basically um, well they assisted in the coup of a, a democratically elected government. That's why Putin is where he he's at right now is because of what the U.S. State Department did under Obama. Excuse me. Has nothing to do with with what's happened in the last two years. It, it's from 2014. It's from what our State Department did in 2014. How we overthrew a democratically elected government. That that's what we did, because the Americans in this situation are the bad guys in that region in Ukraine. That's why. That's why Biden was over there so heavily. They had to overthrow Ukraine. They, they had to, to put a thorn in the side of, of Russia. And, and that's exactly what's happened here. So what Matt Taibbi and, and Joe Rogan talk about is that the line has already been crossed, folks. The left has taken, um, well, everything. They're threatened by everything. Uh, they're, they're threatened by discussion. They're threatened by commentary. They're threatened by debate. They're threatened by humor. You can't say certain things. Now everything's racist. You can't talk about that person. That's racist. Listen, if a person of color cannot be, um, if they cannot be ridiculed, questioned, or critiqued 
and they're in a position of power, then they, they shouldn't be in power. If we cannot critique the people in power because of their skin color, then people of color and power should not be there. They, uh, you can't have it both ways. This is America. Either you, you put them in power and then we get to talk about them because they're our politicians and we can say, I don't like that. I do like this. I don't like that. I hate that part. That's awesome. If we can't talk that way about our politicians, especially if they're people of color. By the way, a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, has corrected me on numerous occasions that I should not use the term people of color. She hates it. She's a black female. And she says, I'm not a person of color. All people are people of color. You're a person of color. Everybody's got color, and it's all different. Nobody's got the exact same skin tone. We're all different. We're all different colors, different shades of the exact same color. She's right. But I'm using their terminology. Terminology, terminology of the left, so they, exact, they understand exactly how I'm attacking them. Um, they're, Democrats and democracy and freedom overall are threatened by free speech, by memes, your opinion. Your opinion is a threat to democracy. That's why, that's why they have to take speech first. So what's your red line? Mine is speech. Not, not, I'm not waiting for him to come get my guns. I, I'm going to defend my First Amendment rights with my Second Amendment rights. That, that's what they're there for. So this mentality of, well, I'm going to wait until they show up on my doorstep. Uh, folks, you're not thinking about it correctly. Because by the time they're on your doorsteps, you've already lost the ability to speak. To, to cry out, to beg for help. You've lost that ability. They understand what they're doing. We keep telling you what they're doing. Now, there's a group of you out there um, that may still believe in Q and think that somebody's going to come save you. Will she pick up his game? It's about time. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to. Fox News was talking about, where's Joe? Uh, Joe Joe's been hiding. We've got all this stuff going on. Um, we've got um, the southern border crisis, supply chain crisis. Airplanes can't seem to get where they need to be, get. Uh, trains are derailing. We've got Spygate. We've got spy balloons going over us. So we've got UFOs. We, we've got uh, not just the southern border, but illegal immigration as part of that. The fentanyl crisis. Um, here's a great question. Where the fuck is Joe? Where's the president? Why isn't he speaking out? Well, it's remarkable. The skies above the United States have become a free fire zone, which is something that Americans are not used to. It seems that the president addressing the issue is the least that could be done, and that's not happening. They have people, some of whom aren't very good at speaking about these issues, coming out to talk about it, and it is unnerving. But having said that, Biden actually isn't great to talk about the situation with China because of how compromised he is. You know, it was not that long ago that he was denying that China posed any geopolitical threat to the United States. That was when he was running for president. Remember that? Oh, no, no, no. It, it's Russia. Russia's the problem. Uh, not China. Ch China's our friend. They're our trading partner. That's, that's what Joe was saying then. That's because he's paid and bought for by China. I, I, it's not a defamation case anymore, even a possibility. We know from the Twitter files and we know from Hunter Biden's laptop that Joe got money directly from China. China. He got it from China. He is well known to have made, you know, his family has made a tremendous amount of money through Chinese communist um, entities. And so he's not really the guy that you want helping out in this, you know, what you hope will be 
not a hot war, but, but it's looking like it's becoming a cold war with China. He's not the person that you want at the helm. Now, Ari, um, the press secretary, at a pretty momentous time for the country, as Molly pointed out, ended the briefing today without taking a single question. Watch. We have to end the briefing. Um, I got to go into the Oval, but um, I will see you tomorrow. And thank you for the compliment on the smile. I appreciate that. But I'll be, ba we'll, I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Have a That's the voice of the president, folks. Now, they're going to get into this. Ari's going to tell you what his thoughts are. Um, but she refuses to answer questions. We have no transparency in the White House right now. I'm going to go, I'm sorry, I, I got to go to the Oval. I, I've got a meeting that's very, very important where I'm going to learn a bunch of stuff that I cannot fucking tell you about. That's what she's telling you right there. Ari, you know, Kirby took some questions, but he made, he, I don't think he gave people a lot of clarity in a lot of his answers. So is any of this good in the current environment? Oh, gosh, no. Look, this is a continuation of what Joe Biden did when he ran for president in 2020 from his basement. He tries to take advantage of the fact that he thinks he's stronger when no one will listen to him. And today would have been a perfect day for him to address the nation because nothing got shot down today. So he actually could have talked about the fact that maybe something is going right. Look, it's, it's incomprehensible, Laura. When, when, if you recall going into July 4th, right as the Taliban were taking over Afghanistan, Joe Biden was asked about the Taliban and whether they'll take Kabul. And he said, it's July 4th, let's talk about happy things. He is fundamentally incapable of addressing to the American people in a spontaneous way important information. And it would be in Joe Biden's interest. On the Saturday night, we shot down the Chinese spy balloon. He should have addressed the nation that night. We exactly. From a PR standpoint, what Joe should have done is said, look at this victory I have. He should have lived in the moment. And the next time they come in, we're going to do the exact same thing. He didn't do that. Why? Because they don't know how to take advantage of PR. They know how to, how to make a, a bad situation worse by extending it so they can maintain control. But when something bad is actually happening, something that they haven't created, something from outside of their realm of control, they have no fucking idea what to do or how to, how to manage it. He just attacked, took down, as we should have, a Chinese aircraft. We should have done it days earlier, but he should have addressed the nation then. It's inexplicable and it's an abandonment of a presidential communications duty. I agree 100 percent, Ari. We're, we're in a position in this country where we, we do not have leadership. We don't have leadership. What we've got is we've got a bunch of talking heads. We've got a bunch of people, like myself, who come out and give their opinions on a daily basis, and we've got a ton of that, and nobody's actually doing anything. What we've got is we've got people pointing fingers at one side or the other. That's the problem. They're the problem. They did it. It's all their fault. And nobody wants to take responsibility. Even when they're in control, when they're in charge of the situation, that's what was different about what Trump did. Trump came in and made a difference. He got things taken care of. He got the wall started. Our immigration situation started to, to go, started to come to a lull. It was slowing down. We weren't having these mass pushes against our border on a regular basis. What is it now? We didn't have spy balloons flying over a nation. Kramer, the uh, the military says that we did, and and they they they've learned that, yes, there were spy balloons that went over us, but nobody saw them. I call bullshit. 
because it wasn't the military that exposed these balloons for coming over our nation. It was the pilots, the civilian pilots saying, hey, listen, there's something hovering at 60,000 feet. There's something hovering at 20,000 feet. It wasn't our military. It wasn't our government officials. It was not Joe Biden who informed the American people of what was going on with these spy balloons. So don't try and tell me that the American citizens didn't see that happening 2016 through 2020, that we didn't happen to notice any fucking balloons at any levels in the sky and didn't think that, hey, that might be a concern for people who are flying in this area not knowing that they're there. Do you think that that honestly happened? Do you think that Trump let the spy balloons in? And if we did have spy balloons, let's say that if we did and we learned of them, what do you think that Trump, do you think that Trump would have allowed that spy balloon to traverse our entire fucking nation going over some of our key military installations across the country? Do you think that Trump would have allowed that to happen? He would have not have. Now, with all that being said, you know things are different. It's not the same. It's not what it used to be. You feel depressed? Feeling uh, anxious? Listless? Always tired? Don't see a future for you or your kids? There's a reason for that. That's what they want you to be. Roseanne Barr is on uh, Fox News, and, well, she's got some great advice. Um about how you should look at this entire situation. Let's turn it over to comedian Roseanne Barr. He's got a new special, Cancel This! Exclamation. It's now available on Fox Nation. Can you make me feel better, Roseanne? Yeah, I think I can. Hey, the same thing happened with the Bengals last year. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps happening. Yeah. Well, it keeps happening that the wrong people win all the time and that just a small group of people decide everything for the rest of us. Isn't it disgusting? It's terrible. Yeah. And it's making me sad. And I am the most positive person. My wife has never seen me like this. I'm milking it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> milking it for all it's worth. But I don't like to be sad. And it's, it's, it's hovering over me. I don't know when I'm going to get over this, Roseanne. Well, you shouldn't get over it, and neither should anybody else. And instead of sad, get mad, because that's what it's going to take. Whole bunch of us getting mad and then doing something about it. Not get... just sitting in your house and going, mm, I'm not saying you're going <laughs> wah, wah, wah. But we need to go, hey, wait a minute. This is our country, our government, and we're paying for these days. We're, we're underwriting <laughs> these football teams, too. You know, that's our yeah. tax money. That's our tax money, too, that we work our butts off and the American people work their butts off and they're stealing our tax money for all the rich people to put in their private pockets. It's time we just go, hey, wait a minute, we're not going to do it like this anymore. You guys need to listen. That's exactly what we need to do. Roseanne is right again. She's got a new special uh, on Fox News or on Fox uh, Nation, I believe, that you might want to check out. But she's saying the exact same thing. Her new comedy special dives into wokeness and what it's doing to the country and why it's dangerous. Why the transgendered youth in Canada at a Catholic school think that they have the right to kick someone out of class because of their religious beliefs. That's where we're at. And, and it's not the fact that the transgender youth in Canada, at this Catholic school, feel like that person should be kicked out of class. It's the fucking adults that go along with it. The fucking adults. It's the adults that are problem. The, the, the kids, the transgender kids, I don't have a problem with them. I, I have a problem with the with the um I have a problem with the adults in the room. And why? Well, because they're always pushing. They're always pushing this this fake fucking narrative. Uh, take a listen to this. This is a uh, uh, Juliet Jeske. Uh she is talking about all of the disinformation, misinformation that is spewed on a regular basis on Fox News. 
while she's sitting on MSNBC's um, uh, <laughs> stage on their set. And let me remind you, the idiot that she's talking to, I think it's Juliet Pross. I think that's her name. I may be wrong. Um, she has spread more misinformation and disinformation about elections and COVID than anybody on that fucking network. But they have the audacity to step forward and say that, well, it's Fox News that's that's giving you all of the false information. Listen closely. Um, how little a Fox viewer gets of the news, of the actual news. They don't cover anything to do with climate change. Like if there's a climate change disaster, say Pakistan had massive flooding for months, never talked about it, never met. Why? Climate change or just a flood? Which is it? You see, you don't get to pick and choose what climate change is and what climate change isn't. That's why we don't care. Because it's no different than this issue of uh, the, the story of the, the um, uh, Tyree Nichols, who was beat to death by those five black officers. As soon as that came out, that news is gone. We, we've got the mass shooting that happened uh, yesterday, the three dead in um, Michigan State University. As soon as they found out that it was a black shooter, folks, we got to start looking at the fact that it's not racism that's, that, that's destroying our nation. It's violence. It's crime. But I digress. Listen closely to what she's saying here. Let me make this full screen so you can see it here. Let's, uh, let's make her big time. Let's go this way. There we go. Um, how little a Fox viewer gets of the news, of the actual news. They don't cover anything to do with climate change. Like if there's a climate change disaster, say Pakistan had massive flooding for months, never talked about it, never mentioned it. Uh, New Zealand had massive floods just last week. They never talked about it. Um, they leave that out completely. Uh, they don't basically give them any bad news that would make a Republican look bad or make Trump look bad. So they just get this very um, kind of specific border crisis, inflation. They're coming to take your guns. Just repeat it on a loop. What is Fox's role in sort of the larger right-wing media environment? There's a new Brookings study out that says Steve Bannon's podcast is the top misinformation spreader. And let's remember... In 2013, Steve Bannon likened himself to a Lenin. He said, I'm a Leninist. They, Lenin wanted to destroy the state, blow it all up. So do I. I want to get rid of the establishment. Yeah. I mean, I would put him on par with Tucker Carlson is similar themes. Tucker Carlson speaks often of revolution without really saying it. But he just last night was talking about how you're not allowed to defend yourself anymore. They're not going to let you defend yourself. And that if you try to fight back, you're going to get locked up. They're going to put you in jail. And he just kept repeating it. And then I heard the exact same theme repeated again this morning on Fox and Friends. Uh now keep in mind, let's jump in here real quick, that while she's saying this, we just t showed you a story in Canada about a young man who was arrested for speaking out. Now, they say, well, no, no, no. He was arrested for trespassing. He was arrested for trespassing because he spoke out. He said there were two genders that led to his arrest. That's what got him expelled from school. So when she tells you that, hey, all Fox News tells you is they're coming for your guns and you won't be able to speak out, keep in mind of what's actually happening right now in Canada. Keep in mind what's actually physically happening right now in Canada as this idiot tells you that, hey, there's nothing to worry about, that Fox News is all crazy. You can't defend yourself. So the work that you're doing is obviously interesting to someone like me. 
and my audience. But that Fox News audience, that right-wing audience, is that who you're trying to get to? I'm trying to get to the friends, families, coworkers, and colleagues of people who are already deeply entrenched in Fox. Number one, to prevent them from getting sucked in, to help them navigate dealing with somebody who's kind of in that cult mentality, because I would- Cult mentality, that's what they call it now. It's, it's a cult mentality. Um, let, let's, let's listen to what, what we've been saying for the last two years. We've been saying, listen, we, we, want, to, we want to take a look and see on whether we should be putting this junk into our bodies. We want to wait and see. And what were we told? If you don't do as you're told, you're a threat to everybody else. And then, man, the Karens came out of the woodworks. The, 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 kin, the Kins came out of the woodwork. And what did they started doing? They started doing the Nazification of America. We will tell you what you can and can't talk about. We'll tell you what you can and can't say. And, and, and what is she saying right here? What is she telling you? She's telling you that... If, if you think for yourself, if if you're not part of their cult, then you're part of the, the other cult. It's tribalism, folks. Us and them. That's what she's putting here. You can't have a different thought than we have because, well, that means that means you're in a cult. Miss uh, Jeske continues. Call it a cult. And to help them sort of figure out why their relatives and loved ones are saying these things. And Deprogramming someone or de-radicalizing them is a very difficult and long uh, situation to go through. It's now, what she's saying is, is deprogramming someone in the way that they think, that they think that conservatism is the right way to go, that they want you to think that that's wrong. They want to deprogram you from, from thinking that way. Does that sound like freedom? Does that sound like 2019? No, no, no it, it sounds like China. From, from their great reset to now, to where the Uyghurs are basically, well, they're slave labor. Christians are being rounded up throughout Africa. I, I've said it many times, folks. I, I'm not, uh, I, I don't uh, assign to or, or abide by organized religion. My dad was an evan uh, evangelical minister. We traveled quite a bit. I, I got to see the back workings, the inner workings of church and the politics that are behind the scenes. That's why I understand politics so well on the national level, because it didn't change. The things that people would do in churches to protect their families, their reputation, and so on, well, they do in, in government, in politics. They cover things up. They hide things. Little Johnny got busted, you know, uh, robbing Marjorie's house down the street. Now, he's the, he's the minister's son, so we don't want the, the, the flock, the congregation, to know about that. So we're going to sweep this under the table, and we're, we're going to get Johnny taken care of. I tell you that story because the same exact thing happens here. What she's doing right now, what this young lady here is doing is PR. It's propaganda. She's trying to paint a group of people as a certain way so that you'll feel specifically about them on this network. Now, Fox News does the exact same thing. But she's not supporting anything with facts here. Uh, she, she, she's not supporting any of it with facts. This is hyperbole. Not one statement of, of this is where I got this information from or this is what study this came from. This is the way that they spread misinformation and disinformation. And again, MSNBC is one of the biggest purveyors of COVID misinformation that we've seen in the entire three years this has been going on, but they don't get shut down. Why? Because, well, they're, they're pushing the narrative. They're doing exactly what these guys want them to do. What she's saying, it's in here. Read the fucking book. 
If you don't read this, re read uh, Zol uh, Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. Those two books, Rules for Radicals and this right here, will tell you everything you need to know about what's coming next. This idiot continues. Slow, it's, diff it's very, very hard. But one way that you can do it is if you know that your friend is being completely manipulated and lied to, that is one step to breaking through to them. What made you... Oh, no. It's time to get them. You, you've got to get them at the end here. You decide to do this. Well, I started by kind of accidentally researching the Proud Boys before anybody knew who they were. And I was completely worked up at trying to stop that group. And mm -hmm. I saw them as being very, very dangerous. And nobody else at the time was except for the press that was dedicated to specifically to covering extremism. You see that? Her extremism is all right. She can go tell people to shut up and be quiet. But if, if, if somebody else does that, then, then that's a problem. And they're racist and xenophobes. And, and we got to worry about them. Um, I keep hearing these claims. I don't, I don't see any action from them. I don't, I don't see any violence from them. I see them showing up when violence is being perpetrated by the left, by Black Lives Matter or Antifa. And I've seen them battle out in the streets. And do I agree with it? No, I don't. But that's what's going to happen if you allow Antifa. She doesn't mention Antifa. She doesn't uh, mention Black Lives Matter. And the damage that they've done. I don't remember Proud Boys being at the front of any of the riots over the 2020, 2021, 2022. I mean, none of the stuff that we've seen in the last three or four years. I don't see the Proud Boys there. Did you? Oh, they were at the Capitol on January 6th. One day at their house. Nothing got burned down. Well, people, six people got killed. Yeah. Nope. All at the hands of the state. Not a single officer was killed. Well, no, 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 he, he died. Yeah, he died of natural causes. We've debunked everything that you have to say about what happened on January 6th, so you can throw it at us all day long. We don't care anymore. You're a fucking liar. I don't care what you have to say about it. I don't care what she has to say about it, but I think it's important for other people to hear what they're talking about and what they are saying. Juliet continues. And um, we moved mountains with that, with the work that we did on the Gavin McInnes show and the Proud Boys and all of that. He's the founder of the group. I should have said that first. But we changed the world a little bit because we helped. We got him kicked off all these social media platforms, and the group was known. And people they couldn't hide anymore. They couldn't lie, and so they were a drinking group. So, so you say, see what I'm saying? Is that everything she's doing? She's nothing more than a than a hyped up Karen. Look at all the work that I'm doing to silence somebody else's voice. Look at all the work that I'm doing to to uh, to make our world a better place. Look at what I'm doing. Look at me. I'm so virtuous. They're terrible. And I'll tell you who the terrible people are. The problem with this mentality, folks, is that let's say that you've got let's say that you've got one person that's bad. You've got a bad person in your community, and, and that person needs to be dealt with. Right? Well, this Karen, Juliet, comes forward and she points this person out. But now she's got notoriety, she's written a book, she's on TV all the time. She can't just stop with one. So she's got to go to the next person. And, and the next person, well, they're not as bad, but they're bad. Uh, and so eventually she runs out of bad people. And that's what's happened in this country. They've run out of bad people. They have to point at groups that are made up of 200, 300 people and say, that represents all of those millions of other people. Okay. I, I still haven't seen the, the Proud Boys or the, the three percenters, uh, burning, looting, rioting. I haven't seen it. Maybe you've got footage of it. Well, they, they beat people up in the streets. The people that have a history of burning, looting, and rioting. 
this is what always happens. I, I've been saying it from the beginning, is that if the state, capital S, doesn't do their job and protect the people, eventually the people, well, they will get their own mob, their own group to protect their communities. We saw it happen during uh, the L.A. riots back in the 90s, during the Rodney King days. What happened then? Um, Asian Americans came forward and they guarded the front of their communities, the front of their stores with AR-15s. They're on top of their building. Guess what buildings did not get burned and looted? Odd. And on the daily basis, a daily basis, they got you believe in so much. I mean, look, look, at, look at what's coming at us, right? Um, stoves. Your, your gas stove is going to kill you. Um, natural causes, of course. Um, the die, you, you could die suddenly. That, 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 that's going to happen. Um, but heart attack, high blood pressure. Uh, we're, we're told on a daily basis all the threats to our lives and, and everything. And nuclear wars on the horizon. You got a, a zombie apocalypse. The pandemic. Everybody's going to get killed by the pandemic, right? Now we got Chinese spy balloons. We've even got UFOs and potential aliens as a threat. But, but, but what's going to kill you? It's not going to be any of those things, folks. It's going to be your candles. That's right. The candles that you have in your home, that's the most dangerous thing in your life right now. People enjoy burning uh, scented candles in their home. I think scented candles are one of the most dangerous things that you can do to uh, make your indoor air quality unhealthy. Oh my God. First of all, these candles are made from paraffin. Paraffin is a petroleum product. So is your tie, sir. So is the mic clip that you've got. So is the suit that you're wearing. So is the shirt. So is the products that you probably put in your hair. What are we, what are we going to do with, 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 without petroleum? Petroleum's in everything. You see, what he's trying to do is he's trying to make it an anti-petroleum. We've got, we got to stop using petroleum because it's bad. Listen to all these bad things about candles. You cannot trust these candles being burned in your home. Now, let me explain something here, how this works. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> Uh, he's on a he's on a show called the Dr. Gundry podcast. Uh, Dr. Gundry is a hard leftist. Um, and uh, here, here's what's interesting. And when I say hard leftist, that's my opinion. Um, here's what's interesting is that you don't know if this guy here is the head of the Beeswax Candle Alliance and that he's He's demonizing petroleum-based candles because, well, he, su he supports, you know, beeswax candles, and that's how he makes his living. So, yeah, he's going to demonize the other side so you stop burning your petroleum-based candle, and you start—I got—by the way, i got to stop eating before I do my podcast. I, I, I've been belching all morning, just like yesterday. Um, <laughs> but you don't know that. So when people speak out and they give you bad information, the question I always ask is, who's paying them? Why are, why are they coming out? People have been burning petroleum candles in their homes, uh, you know, paraffin candles in their homes for eons. N nobody's dead. Nobody died. I mean, of all the ways that you're going to be, be getting killed, this is really an issue? But let's let this, this, ish, this idiot continue. Let's hear what he has to say, and then listen to what Dr. Uh, Gundry says at the end. Oh, oh yes, I, I completely agree. Listen closely. You're burning basically petroleum, knowingly, willingly, in your own home environment. These candles release into their air alkanes and alkenes, which are also found in car exhaust. Yes, at not nearly the level, but he's right, they are, because it's burning petroleum, and, and that's a byproduct, but... Uh, did you hear what he tried to do? It's like, it's like burning a car in your, in your house. 
Uh, now, beware, because as bad as you thought that was, <laughs> are your candles scented? Do they smell good? Even more deadly! Then scented candles, to make ma matters worse, they're scented generally with artificial fragrances. And what's in every single artificial fragrance? An ingredient called phthalates. Phthalates, another petroleum product that is a known serious hormone disruptor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want those hormone disruptors burning in the house. Folks, the levels at which you got to burn these candles to get those kind of effects on you, uh, you uh, your walls would be black. Are your walls black at your house? Is your ceiling black at your house? It is not. But that's that's the approach that activism is using on a, on a daily basis to, to modify what you can and can't do in your life. Uh, you, you hear this idiot talk and you go, oh, that can never happen. And then you find out that our federal government was, was getting ready to outlaw gas stoves for the exact same reason. There's an attack on petroleum. They do not want petroleum in the system. They've decided they don't want it. They want to move everything green. And the only way that we can get there is if we get rid of all petroleum products across the board, folks. It's not about your life. Or your, it's about control for them. The sooner they can get you on the grid and get you off of all of these petroleum-based products that give you freedom, as, long, as soon as you're on the grid where you don't have control of anything anymore, that's where they want you, then it's, it's, it's lights out. Let me uh, let me wrap up today. Um, kind of meandered there at the end. Uh, let, let me uh, let me go through um, what we've got coming up again. Uh, don't forget that um, we are adding merchandise to the to the website to the KramerSays.com website. Our platform. Uh, for those of you who, who haven't heard yet, we are building out a full blown. Uh, platform for Kramer Says. It is a social media app. Uh, it's a web browser. Uh, you'll be able to search free speech. It will not be Google. It will not be Bing. It will not be Yahoo. We're utilizing the Tusk free speech search engine that is being built currently. So we're super excited about that. In addition, uh, you'll be able to have your own blog on the system. You'll be able to promote through the system. Uh, you'll be able to, to take payments through the system, through a new money uh, processing uh, um, feature that we have on. So a lot of different things that are coming onto the platform that nobody's ever done before that we're super, super excited about. And we are funding it through uh, crowdfunding. We're, we're going to investors and so on. Uh, we're also doing uh, selling merch. So we'll be selling t-shirts and hats and all kinds of stuff for Kramer says all kinds of crazy sayings and so on. We're partnering with a number of, uh, of different entities to bring you a brand new experience for social media. We're super excited about it. And we, we hope you jump on board. Uh, if you haven't already done it, get over to KramerSays.com and get Get yourself an account, get yourself some free speech, and then get yourself some merch so we can get this new platform built. With that being said, my name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. We will be back tomorrow or as soon as we can. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSays.com.